she's just too hot where it's I'll always be thinking like something's going on. She's Especially after the patty cake incident. Yeah, you can't you can't pay <laughs> patty cake with another man's woman. That's just wrong. Exactly. Look what you made me do. Look what I made for you. His name is Old Man. Old Man Wayne. I live by the I die by the phone. Old Man. Old Man Wayne. Old Man. I'm about to do something terrible. Nope, not doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Point old man. Old man. Old man. Old man. So yesterday I was, I was at, out at the bar. Me and the wife had a date night. And I'm setting the docket up to talk with our guest. And I had questions about what are some things that women wish men knew. And a couple of those things come up. One of those things come up in the questions I'm going to ask you. But is there something that you wish men knew? Like, just it could be serious, it could be goofy, but just something like, I wish guys knew this. This wasn't on the docket, so I'm kind of like putting you on the spot. Um, I think most recent is like period pain and sex helps a lot. Like it, it's <laughs> me and Hubs were talking about it. It's I, I said it's like an internal massage, like it. It's very painful, but sex helps a lot. Like, I, I might not be in the mood, but afterwards it's like, oh my God, an orgasm and some relief. Um, and I think a lot of guys that they're doing me a service, literally. I did not know that was a thing. <laughs> I honestly Odin, did not know that. Uh, I mean, also part of it has to do with like endorphins and like chemical response that happens in your body. Yeah. That when you orgasm, you release. So yeah, it would like being like a pain relief yeah it's almost like a a little band-aid and then the hormones are already so out of whack anyways um yeah that little endorphin kicks really nice (laughs) so before we get started i want to uh well we kind of got started but you guys know what i mean welcome to the old man wade show i am your host the goddess love and the lord of laughter old man wade and i'm sitting here with my lovely life with her normal enthusiasm (laughs) as always And I'm here with one of my favorite internet, excuse me, one of my favorite comic strip people of all time. She's been on the show a couple of times. I think this is your third appearance. Uh, mm-hmm. Kim Winder, a.k.a. The Red Dot. Hey. <laughs> a little and, bit more enthusiasm, but it, it was forced. <laughs> it's also early, early-ish in the morning for you, so. Yeah, when you said uh, 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm usually a morning person, but we just got back from San Diego. And even though we had like the most comfiest bed uh, in the hotel, I did not sleep. I slept maybe like three hours. And then we got to bed at like 12 last night. So I had some sleep debt. Oh, yeah, uh, it's... And plus, you, you never, no matter how comfortable a bed is, you never really sleep as well as you do when you're in your own home. That's so true. Like, if anything, I'm just more engaged. Like, what sound was that? Because, like, I think everyone's just so accustomed to the sounds that they hear outside. So any creak, it's like, oh, God, that's a murderer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Demon! <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I don't end up on one of those movies or like paranormal activities, because no one's gonna believe that a demon took my three hundred pound ass and was just like, "Oh, hey, we're gonna move him." 
<laughs> that's not gonna happen. And then they're gonna look at my poor wife and go, she killed him. And and depending right? on who you and depending on who you ask, they're gonna be like, well, what did he do? <laughs> I almost have. Well, it's not a threat, but it's half a threat to Hubs, where I say, uh, <laughs> you can't let anything happen to you because I'm suspect number one. I'm the wife, and that's always the case. So don't make it hard on me. <laughs> We've all seen enough movies and Law and Order where it's the first person they look at is the spouse. Mm-hmm. And this one never over the here. demon. And this one over <laughs> never the <laughs> <laughs> always the wife, never the demon. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it would be kind of fun to have guests. It's like we, you've been on here a few times, and, but you know, before we do that, where can people find you online? And I want to get into the Twitter stuff because Aloni is a musky is you know being himself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well. I am on Twitter, uh, the double underscore red dot. Same with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Reddit, uh, Mastodon. Um, occasionally, Nine Gag if I'm feeling like really brave. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, what? Nine Gag. Yes. <laughs> Hence the bravery. <laughs> what is Nine Gag? It's basically a meme website. It's just reposts of other people's work, but I, when I first started out, I just posted there myself just to get ahead of it. But it, it's a bit of a mess, a lovely mess, but you have to be prepared. It's called never mind. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I've I, I've been on some I've been on some websites. I've never heard of Mind Gag. But That's, well, I, I'm sure like you've seen like their watermark. Um, because it's just repost after repost after repost of other people's stuff. But it's entertaining. It's fun. Oh, yes. I actually have seen this. I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still, it's still probably by far the funniest website ever. And I'm pretty sure if I went on 9gag on my computer at work, I would probably <laughs> just from the URL link alone. Oh, for sure. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to ask both of you guys these questions. These questions, they're kind of fun. I, uh, my wife does not know these ahead of time. I don't. Which is not fair. <laughs> uh, so first off, uh, we're gonna go red. Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go Kim. Then we're gonna go Maria. So first, alcoholic drink of choice. Um, if it's just like me at home cooking, then I like champagne, Mum Napa. So it's technically just sparkling um, wine. But if we're going out, I like. Um, aviations or a bee's knees gin forward cocktails i was gonna say gin's my thing home or away i love gin like um when i was so i'm 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 in my i don't i don't want to say the words i'm 40 (laughs) um when i was younger though like my friends used to call me an old lady because that's i drank gin and tonics like all the time and they're like that's like such an old lady drink they're so good though they're refreshing I yeah. don't feel slow after finishing one off or five. Depends. <laughs> uh, more important, hooks or, hooks at a bar for purses or pockets and dresses. Oh. <laughs> That's tough because are we going to combat the patriarchy and capitalism with the dresses and pockets and the purse industry? Yeah, go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll just get right on that. 
I honestly, we've been to a couple of uh, cocktail spots in the past few days and none of the places had hooks. And that that seems more important to me at the moment because holding onto my purse all night or putting it on a seat or on the countertop, I just, the hooks for now. That might change tomorrow, but. Because it's a pain in the ass. Um, yeah. Oh, my sister-in-law to say, oh. Yeah, you can say ass. <laughs> it's just the other words I got to wait for. I got to wait for the five minute mark before I start using the F words. Oh, okay. <laughs> I haven't said any, right? Nope, you're good. Okay. <laughs> they just I come out. With, it's funny because I used to carry a purse everywhere I go. And now I've like, I don't know, become like a minimalist. Yeah. And I have like a little like wallet thing on my keys and that's it. I probably would go pockets and dresses because I love pockets and dresses. My wedding dress had pockets like. Oh, cute. And I can put my keys with my little wallet thing in my dress pocket. So. And I always have pockets so I become the keeper of the chapstick and the keys and things of that nature. <laughs> See, that actually is like the smarter approach because if we took care of the pockets, we wouldn't need the hooks. Exactly, because we wouldn't need the purses. Yeah, so they I changed my us, answer. They make us need the purses because they don't give us pockets and like jeans. Yeah. They'll, the, that's the stupid thing. They'll put the pretend pockets on like the side, but you can't use them. They're for decoration. It's like they're yeah. taunting us. That is the dumbest thing. What is, what's a, a, a Because they want us to carry purses, Mark. It's all like part of a like big. There is a conspiracy. Like, yeah. Seriously. Like we, our pants don't have pockets. We have no other choice but to carry a purse. Mm -hmm. Think about how expensive purses are. You know how much money they make off of purses? No, I don't. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a wife that goes like, I don't buy like super expensive purses. I'm just not. I mean, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Like the only I've I've owned two coaches in my life and both were given to me by somebody else. Like or the time she pushed me out of the way when we were in New or York. Or a knockoff. Shut up. <laughs> we were we were in New York and she pushed me out of a way, pushed me out of the way to go to some creepy like warehouse. Like it was it was creepier than the warehouse at the end of Who Frame Roger Rabbit. It was early 2000s when everybody was buying knockoffs. <laughs> and it was literally like this, a shove. I'm like, I'm like, so you're not going to let me scope the place out. You're just going to go push me out to go get a knockoff. Granted, we weren't even together like a year yet. Yeah, you were a nobody. <laughs> I really was. I really was. And it, it was a New York knockoff. Those were the good ones. <laughs> mm, the, the fanciest of knockoffs. <laughs> Some of them are like super convincing. Like I... I'm not really into uh, what's the big one like Louis Vuitton and Chanel. I hate having, I hate being a walking advertisement. Mm -hmm. But some purses are like super cute where it's just it complements the outfit. But I, I'm the same way actually. Like I have a backpack and I've just put pins on it. I've I've given up. Hey, it's um, I'm 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 um, plug. I can't remember. I can't remember his name. <laughs> something be plug i'm mad i can't remember his name gary i was like you had, a, you had a gary pin on your um oh oh yeah i'm like who's gary I... <laughs> yeah, she has, um, an anamorphic uh butt plug called gary ah fair enough sorry. i um, i don't get no toby sorry <laughs> um i have i wear cross body bags all the time like my last one was like a canvas tote <laughs> 
those are cute. Like th- those are like much more functional too, because you can yeah. throw work stuff in there. It, yeah. It's not just bare minimum. Oh, I have the most ridiculous Bo Diesel bag for work. So I'm a nurse, and I literally um, carry so much just stuff with me. Mm-hmm. To work, it's like it's like it's like an overnight bag essentially that I bring with me to work. Because <laughs> that's that's smart. <laughs> it works. But it absolutely works. Um, F. Mary Kill. This one I thought was fun. Jessica Rabbit, Princess Leia, Bo-Katan. Hmm. Well, first off, Bo-Katan, she's dead. Um, we <gasps> watched the new... <laughs> she's dead? She's dead. Oh. I don't like her hair. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Um, we were watching the new Mando last night. Even before like you and I were uh, exchanging texts. I told Hubs, like, I don't like her hair. I hate that hairstyle that, like, moms made every middle school girl do. And it's just so uh-huh. unflattering. So it's a mercy kill. That's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then, ooh, have to marry Princess Leia just because she's loyal and she's always going to do the right thing. Where Jessica Rabbit, even though she was loyal... She's just too hot where it's, I'll always be thinking like something's going on, He's especially after the patty cake incident. Yeah, you can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't pay patty cake with another man's woman. That's just wrong. Exactly. So Mary Leia, fuck Jessica. I went with, I went back and rewatched uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit a couple of weeks ago, and it's still one of my favorite movies ever. It's actually the, the way I describe it to people. It's the movie that made me love movies. Yes. Yeah. And like it was, and even as a kid, I loved it, but it was still kind of like you know dramatic. With all, even with the, like watching it as excuse me, phrase, watching it as an adult, and Eddie's like alcoholism and like the idea of trauma of like his brother. That was like this movie is a lot deeper than people actually give it have given it credit for. Oh, that's true. And then even like on the more basic level, with that little cartoon shoe going in dip, that's goddamn traumatic. It really like, is. Yeah, they you can't show that on a movie where you dissolve a body in acid, unless you want like rated R. <laughs> uh, something old, a movie you love. I mean, how old are we talking? I mean, whatever. I know you. I know the movie you're gonna go with. So, shut up. <laughs> going to say it. Go ahead. You're gonna go with Beaches. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I live well. I don't know though. It might be a toss up because when I was nine, Dirty Dancing would have won it. <laughs> Dirty Dancing, and I've said I don't know if I've said it on here, but Dirty Dancing is the Expendables of like chick flicks. It's not really a good movie, but god damn it, is it is it fun and entertaining? And- well, watching it as an adult again, though, uh, like, and then realizing the whole hot topic and like what it's really about. Like, I mean, I was nine when that like movie, like when I I started watching that movie, like nine, ten years old, like, and nobody thought anything of it. Like, I don't. Yeah, know. it was just a romance. Yeah, like, <clears throat> I mean, when it first came out, it was like banned in movie theaters though because of the the hot topic of abortion was in it, and it was like seen as risque. But my mom was my mom, so. It was okay for me to watch. Um, but I was obsessed with that movie so much so that my family hid the VHS from me and then they couldn't find it. And it was like devastating. <laughs> Ruined my life forever. 
So I don't know. I mean, but I love I love me some beaches. With I've never seen that movie or heard uh, of it. Neither have I. What of beaches? Beaches. There's a whole song about bras. <laughs> it's great. No, I love that movie. It's so old and it's so ridiculous, but it's so good. See, also, I even typed in Beach's movie and it came up with a list of like modern rom-coms rom like Forgetting Sarah Marshall that take place at Beach's. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird, it's old. And just for the record, Bette Midler and her prime could get it. Oh. You know so, what? I'm sure I've seen, this looks like a movie my mom would have on while like she's folding laundry. Yes. And it was. All right, so, I'll have to check that one out. And it's Bette Midler, and she's like this, like perky, like strong, independent woman, and then like her friend who's like this quiet little mouse. It's like oh, it's it's a thing, the thing. <laughs> I'll definitely watch that. Bette Midler is great. Oh yeah, she can do no wrong. So, what is your something? Um, something old. Um, the first one that came to mind was Singing in the Rain. Like oh. it's just such a beautiful happy movie i i love it i'm just gonna chime in here only because i just saw this for the first time the birdcage oh that's old well bird... old oldish like that movie is fantastic i saw it for the first time last week friday when we had a we had an in-house movie night and i <laughs> tried to find something to watch and i was drinking and i was like you know what? i've never seen the birdcage and i love robin williams such a good movie See, if we're going older, then I would have to go like Hello Dolly, which is like super old. That one's great too. I love that. Used to be another one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. I was weird when I was a kid. I watched a lot of like black and white, like really old, like Shirley Temple movies and like like Hello Dolly. And I like grew up in the inner city. (laughs) It's just not something you would like think of. My friends are like, "What are you watching?" What's your thoughts on West Side Story then? Um, I never really watched that too often. Um, I don't even know if I've seen it in its entirety. I've seen I like I've seen it all, but like you said, in clips and parts. Yeah. It's just like, I'm sorry, I don't believe white men with blonde hair in the inner city of New York would be doing. Exactly. <laughs> That's probably why I like I just never really had interest in it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If I would have thought you would have been out here, I just would have I would have made this a whole um a whole podcast about musicals. Yeah, I love musicals. <laughs> like Maria got me into musicals. We were, uh the first one we watched was that you watched with me. Well, yeah, what I watched with you was I think I'm not sure if it was Rent or Across the Universe. Um it was probably Rent. Yeah, and then and then she put me on Across the Universe and I was like, I couldn't believe how great this movie was with the 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 different renditions of the Beatles songs and honestly and I this may be blasphemous I think the newer versions are better than the than the original Beatles song but I know that's blasphemous <laughs> no I agree I have uh hold my hand from across the universe on my phone I don't uh I have one Beatles song but I have more <laughs> across the universe yeah the only <laughs> Beatles song I have is I think um the Eggman uh, maybe that might be the only one I have on there. Could be that. Uh, something new, an underrated show. Something new, underrated. 
Like newish or like brand new? It could be newish, like ten years. Well, uh, well I would have said like Shit's Creek, but then everybody jumped onto that bandwagon, which they should have. Um, because when I started watching it, nobody was watching it. Me and my friend Kim were like watching it together. Another Kim, um, <laughs> and um, she was started watching it before me, and she was like, "You should watch this show. I think you'll really like it." And then I started watching it. I tried to get him to watch it, and he was like, "Didn't have the time. I forget you had a bunch of stuff going on." And then you watched it for the first last time year. last year. And he was like, this is literally the best show ever. And I was like, I just love that show. David is David is one of my favorite people of it. I was kind of mad. There's a we were in Newberry Comics and it was just like um Rose Apocryphy. I can't see Yeah. It. <laughs> it was it was like this really deep, like wine colored um shirt. And it says, Sometimes <laughs> I feel like a rose, sometimes I feel like a red. <laughs> And I didn't, I was like, I love this shirt. And she was like, it's from Shit's Creek. I'm like, what's a Shit's Creek? <laughs> <laughs> we got on the, we did jump on the bandwagon after they won like literally all the awards um, a few years ago, two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. And I, I love the show. It literally, it was severely underrated. I'm glad it gets its praise now though. It does. I feel like it should get more though. Like I feel like people should be like talking about it. It's, it's, yeah. just, it's just so good. I love it. It's it so good. The reason I'm going to agree with both of you guys saying it's underrated is because people look at it as a comedy and as mm -hmm. someone who spends a lot of his time writing, the character development on that is just I, I don't think I've ever seen a show from start to finish where the characters maintain who they are but they evolve as people. Um what is my favorite character's name? The um the front desk clerk. Um, oh. David's best friend. Oh my god! Why can I? I see it. Like she's the cross between like Bella Swan and Wednesday Adams. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I can't. I don't remember. Oh, her name. I, think I want to call her Joey, but it's not. That's Stevie. 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 There I'm we like, go. I want to call her Joey. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Stevie is was one of my favorite. She's probably my favorite character on that show, just because she's so much. She's so like sarcastic and like she's like Daria came to life. Yes, yes, she is. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, um, this will go to the topic you were um you wanted to discuss. Daria is getting a remake. What? Yeah, we'll we'll get into it. Um, something borrowed, a phrase you live by. Ooh, um, so when I first met my husband, he was my bartender, and me and my best friend got the last two seats at the bar in front of the well where he was making drinks, and we did the pleasantries like, hey, how are you? And he responded with, better than I deserve, and I've been using that. Oh, shit. It's good, right? Because you don't, you're, yeah, you're expecting like, yeah, I'm great, how are you? The stupid throwaway pleasantries, but... Like it, it made me do a double take. I actually have an animation on it, um, but yeah, I use that a lot. Yeah, I this one I I stole from um, Andre three thousand on the Love Below, and it's around the same thing. People go, "How you doing?" I go, "Fantastically well." Uh, mine is usually when somebody says, "How are you doing?" I say, "Just living my best life." Usually sarcastically. Yeah, <laughs> I was at work the other day, and it just like was we just had a shit-tastic day all around and my resource nurse was walking by and she was like how's it going with like the face of please don't quit and <laughs> oh. I was like no nope. just sitting over here living my best life 
what I oh always dreamed God. it would be. And she was like, okay, I'm going to walk down the hall. It's like, yep, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> so I usually, are you I get make good times, but you oh, yeah, see good the- times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd get my ass in so much trouble. I would just point over to, I would point over to the nearest dead guy and be like, better than that. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> It's so terrible. Um, something blue. Bluey. Something blue. I'm gonna go Hank McCoy. Beast. Oh. Just just because that was the first thing that popped in my head. Cheating. Wait, does it what blue in general? It could be blue, it could be emotion. So something blue. And honestly, the first thing that came to my head. Balls. Balls. <laughs> Sorry, I'm that person. I'm like a 15 year old junior high kid, like 13. Blue, what balls? I don't understand. Edwong? Uh, spirit animal. I'm going hippo. Unicorn. Uh, capybaras. <laughs> they're they're making a trend on TikTok. I'm like, God damn, I relate to that little thing a lot. Fair enough. I wish I had something cooler, but I don't know. Just seeing them like in hot hot tubs, hot springs. For whatever reason, these little animals find themselves in warm pools of water just chilling out, and I am on board with it. Oh, those things are the cutest. They're the cutest. You didn't things. know what it was. So I was showing him a picture. Oh. They really are the cutest <laughs> things ever. Um, what's something? How do you relax? I think that's an underrated thing because people kind of like in, in Maria brings it up often that like wait like the pandemic has stressed people out. Ah, uh, just life <laughs> like changing who you are. How do you relax? Um, I would say my go-to is cooking. And I know that's not relaxing for many people, but like if I'm making one of my go-to comfort foods, I can totally just zone out, put on whatever YouTube video. And just get into the process. And at the end, I have an amazing dish that I get to eat and then go to sleep. <laughs> I absolutely understand that. I I love to cook. I love, especially like when I actually have like the time where I can just sit and I'm like, like Thursdays, usually what I'll do, except for yesterday, usually I'll, I get paid. I'll stop at the mm-hmm. grocery store and I'll just make some stuff. A couple, I think a couple of months ago, um, I did the salmon with the avocado. I got some spinach some red onions some cherry tomatoes and just cooked it all up and she had salmon, and i had steak because i don't eat fish but i love just i don't know maybe it's just the idea of creating like you know what i mean and yeah and I, then i kind of like sprouted it up and i did these little like put the avocados around the around the plate i was like ah feel good yeah like um when i was working my nine to five um <laughs> My husband, he would he would know to leave me alone if I was making risotto because that just means I had a fucking awful day and I just needed to stir out my anger into the rice and just look into the rice. <laughs> but yeah, food's great. Uh, what is this word relax you speak of? I don't know if I, I know what it means. Is there a definition? I believe it's an old wooden ship used during the Civil War. <laughs> um. 
believe it or not, which I don't know if it's because I have ADD and my brain is literally always railing. I like to have a project like I so I'm working on a baby shower for my friend right now. It is equally frustrating and like enjoyable for me all at once because I'm constantly looking for stuff because and and it keeps my mind like I I mean that's relaxing to me which sounds crazy to most people but like having that task I guess um other than actually I wish we were at the beach right now that would be relaxing to me (laughs) the beach I like I like the beach but it's the the hassle afterwards like the before and after the beach setting up and picking up is awful I yeah. was going to make a Star Wars reference. I hate sand. <laughs> it gets, it gets <laughs> everywhere. It does get everywhere. And I used to think about it that way too, but like, so like, I guess it could be a, a beach at a resort where I don't have to set up. <laughs> we, were, that would we were talking about that last night. I was like, we need to go on vacation. And he was like, well, do you want to go to California again? My best friend lives in California. And I was like, no, I need like a real vacation. Like I want to go to like a... An island, all inclusive, where I just sit either on a beach in a pool and I drink all day and do nothing else. So, like a beach at a resort would be great because you literally don't have to set up anything; it's set up for you. Yeah, we were talking. <laughs> I was like, I want to be hungover every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's not relaxing. <laughs> That's recovering. Yeah, <laughs> but then it reminds me that I need hair of the dog so I can drink some more. <laughs> That was me yesterday. Um, so um, on a more serious note, this is something that uh, I really wanted to talk about because just as a person who understands inclusivity and how disgusting it is when someone who isn't like you or enjoys something else where people looked at a certain way and uh, first and foremost, fuck Kid Rock, fuck him forever. Um, and fuck anybody else who has issues with anybody transgender. You're disgusting. You're deplorable. You don't have to like something or understand something just to accept that, hey, maybe I don't understand. And that's fine. But to completely trash somebody and call them out of their name is disgusting. I uh, wanted to read an excerpt from something where a Republican state lawmaker in Florida called transgender people demons and compared them to mutants from the X-Men universe during a legislative hearing. He goes, it's like I'm watching an X-Men movie. It's like we have mutants living among us on a, on planet Earth. Some people don't like that, but that's a fact. And this is this is the part that always pisses me off when they bring God into this. This is the planet, this is this is the planet Earth where God created the men, male, and women female. I'm a proud Christian conservative Republican. I'm not on the fence. Now, here's the funny thing about it is that someone else brought up on Twitter. God didn't create gender. I mean, <laughs> we also created gender and God, so I don't, sorry. Exactly. And, like, how <laughs> stupid is that fucking guy to not recognize, like, X-Men's kind of an allegory symbolism for, like, Nazis and the Jews. Like, persecution of people yeah. and marginal, oh, fucking dumbass. And my favorite part about him, <laughs> he's literally quoting something from an X-Men comic book where the X-Men were just like, we just want to exist. And you're basically telling people that you're basically called human beings demons because you don't understand that. And to my wife's point, humans created genders. Mm-hmm. Like granted, yes, if someone non-binary went into a hospital, 
you would need to know what's in their pants to properly give them the care they need. However, other than that... To an extent, though, somebody tried to have this argument with me, like, not that long ago, like, because, like, I... So, I'm a nurse, and I work with all different kinds of patients, and I also work with all different kinds of interesting people, and we had someone who was transgender and somebody like brought up the fact of like, well, we should be calling them by their sex of birth. And I'm like, why does that even matter? Well, how do you treat? I was like, you look in the chart and you know, I don't understand why you have such a hard time with calling someone by their name. Well, how do I fill out? How do I, you know, document? I'm like, I don't use sex in any of my documentation ever. It's always the patient, the mm-hmm. patient or patient in their last name. <laughs> they yeah, like you don't we don't really use gender and you're actually taught not to use gender when you document. Like you're not supposed to. Like it's just never been a thing in documentation. Like I was always taught that, like you don't document by gender. And they were like, Well, what if blah blah? I'm like, yeah, but again, what if doesn't matter because the only people that need to know what your birth sex is, is your doctor and the person that's caring for you. But because yes, it can change. So there's a lot of trans men who end up with like uh, ovarian cancer if they don't have their reassignment or trans women who they don't remove the prostate. Even when you do get gender reassignment, you can Mm -hmm. end up with prostate cancer. So is it important for me to know that you are biologically a man and, and, and medically, yes, in some cases, because for screenings, we should still generally be doing prostate screenings for trans women or doing, you know, screenings for specific cancers and trans men. Like, it's true. It, it should be. We do need to know that. But there's no reason why you cannot respect someone's pronouns like outwardly like in general like there's no reason why anybody would need to know well what if there was an emergency okay you're the nurse and you're there and you you know so why does it matter and if there was an emergency if we're coding somebody or where i work in an icu if we're medication's not going to change for a code ever in a million years there are certain meds that we wouldn't give to female or male depending on whatever Again, I'm the nurse and I know that, but that's not going to come up in a code situation. So like it like kind of makes it null and void. And then I had a conversation with a nurse that we both know about trans men having babies and how she was against it. And this is one of my really good friends. And I had to like step back and be like, what you're saying is 100% wrong. Well, women mm-hmm. make babies. And I was like, are you about to tell me that? Like, I like literally I almost lost in. I almost lost my shit. And we've been friends since we were like in our 20s, like early 20s. And I was just like, I'm not okay with this. Like, what do you mean? And she was like, well, you know, that's supposed to be the one thing that we have. I'm like, the one thing that we have is to carry around another human and spit it out of our vaginas. Like you're like offended that like someone who identifies as male can now have a baby. She was like, well, what if your husband could have a baby? I said, well, then we'd probably have a baby because I don't want to spit one out. And if he was willing to spit one out and he wanted one, I'd be like, okay, and, you carry. Good and does not, and does, and does the ability to not have a baby make you any less of a woman? No, it's just, 
exactly but there are people who generally like think things like that i don't think she thinks that but she had it some like stuck in her head that if you want to be i she's like i have no problem with people wanting to be transgender but if you want to be a male then you shouldn't be carrying a baby and i'm like but why just because i mean if you have the capability i said what about animals that self like there are animals that literally that do all of it (laughs) yes like they, they, they. Seahorses knock up the dudes. <laughs> or like there's, I forget the name. There's a fish that literally can change its gender, and frogs it, do it. And it makes the, <laughs> they, they have babies all on their own. Like they literally, I can't think of the name of them. This actually, um, I was watching this video where they were talking, when they were showing how some of the, um, the female lions are growing manes. Yeah, really. Yeah. They already do all the work. Like exactly. they do the hunting and the guys just get to lay around and have sex. And that was kind of like one of my points there too. I said, you know, gender roles in general are ridiculous. I said, do you believe you should be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen all day long? Because you shouldn't be a nurse then. Why did you go to college? You should have married for money and your husband should have went to work. And she, and she just like stared at me and I'm like, yeah, see, do you see how you can't pick and choose what is okay yeah. and what's not? Like I hate gender roles and I've had that conversation about gender gender in in the medical field so many times with so many different people and I'm just like I am the wrong person to ask this question of because you're not gonna like my answer. I've spaz- <laughs> I've um I've given a few people a piece of my mind at work when they've called somebody who wants to be referred to as they them or someone who's born one sex but identifies another mm-hmm. calling them aliens and and it's and i'm like and i flipped out i'm like just call them by their fucking name like what the, what is wrong with you? and and someone was like well why do you have it i was like i was like how do you know i don't have any any transgender um, family members how do you know that like how do you know i'm like how do you know i'm not you don't yeah. know the fuck, like like and it was like oh well i'm like there is no oh well like there's a there's a really popular beauty vlog, uh, vlogger on YouTube. I don't I don't follow her. I don't know. But a few years ago, uh, she came out and she's like, I have a big announcement. And all of her fans were like, oh, she's coming out as gay or bi. No, she is transgender. And no one had a clue. I think someone was trying to out her from her personal life, which they're scum of the earth. Fuck that person. But it's like you don't know. I, I have no idea what's going on in your pants. Frankly, I don't give a fuck unless I want to fuck you. And then, then that's a conversation we'll have as adults, but it just, I don't know why people care. I don't, I don't understand why people care so much to, but their opinion into just giving someone their own humanity and identity. That's That's all. And another thing, I wish people would stop asking me why I don't want to have kids. <laughs> like, none of your fucking right. business. <laughs> I don't. I and like I, money. I- <laughs> oh, my favorite was when I told somebody flat out, I was like, and I, I joke it, I don't, I don't dislike kids, but I don't want kids. I'm like, I don't like kids. And it gets people so mad when I say that, because it's not that I dislike kids. I dislike kids because y'all are putting this on me because it's like, well, a vasectomy is reversible. I'm not going through that shit again. Right. Oh, uh, before we move on to a, before we move on to a um more entertaining topic, I got a funny story. Um, do you know who Nicole Maines is? 
Uh, no. So I don't think Mains, so. Nicole Maines is an actress. Uh, she was on a show called, I guess, Bit. She was on Supergirl. She was on The Flash, DC Legends of Tomorrow. Now, I didn't know anything about Nicole Maines. And one day I was talking to a buddy of mine. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, Nicole Maines is hot. And he goes, uh, you should probably Google her before you say that. And I Googled her and found out that uh, she's trans. I'm like, the fuck, she's still hot. <laughs> For me, I was <laughs> or, or we was at, or uh, me and Maria were at the bar. This was, uh, this was, I think this might have been the day we got our wedding licenses. And there was the first, it was like the first trans woman to be, I think it was either Playboy or something and I was like oh he's hot and someone was like that's a dude I'm like ah, that's a woman and it was this, this whole thing and this insecure dude I was like oh I'm gonna fuck with you for the rest of the goddamn day <laughs> <laughs> I was like look man I, I I will be the first one to I'm not gonna say kink shame but if one of my friends came to me and said hey I like getting peed on I'm gonna laugh at him I'm like alright I'm like do your thing and I will do everything I can to support it but I'm gonna make these jokes. But in but in some ways, it's like there's certain things. This is like I don't I don't find certain things as funny as I used to. And, and maybe it's just I don't know if it's evolution or just the way I look at things. But certain things I just don't find funny anymore. So it's like if you're gonna make fun of somebody like and like hate them because of if let me rephrase that if you're maliciously making fun of somebody. That's one thing. But I also am not going to tell someone they shouldn't feel a certain way. Like, like it's like, well, people are so offended. I'm like, okay, that's, people can feel how they feel. Just, just, you don't got to talk to them. <laughs> it's really just that simple. Exactly. Yeah, no one's telling you not to have your opinion. Like, I might think differently of you, but I'm not going to disrespect you. I'll just part ways and live and let live. How yeah. hard is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it shouldn't be difficult at all, but you know. Yeah. So this was a topic you brought up. And <laughs> and I didn't know this was a thing, but apparently, well, excuse me, I knew this was a thing. The idea of reboots has, has been huge for the past couple of decades, you'd say? Um, probably less than that. Like, it's gotten, like, really popular. Like we've had re- we've had live action reboots. Is that what you're talking about? And just reboots in general. I mean, reboots have always been a thing. Yeah, they've always redone movies. I I feel like the last yeah probably like a couple of decades it's gotten more like it happens more and more. Like I feel like every movie now is just a reboot and nothing is an original idea. But um, <clears throat> it's very far and few in between that we have original ideas anymore. But yeah, probably the last couple of decades. I'm gonna let you have this. There's a live action Moana movie coming out, coming out, and and I guess uh, there's an HBO Harry Potter remake. Which uh, fuck J.K. Rollins <laughs> first and foremost. So right, I'm gonna give you the floor. Well, <laughs> I will start out by saying I hate all of the Disney live action. I feel that. Um, they're not sincere, that they're cheaply made, that, um, they're trying to, they're trying to break into like, quote unquote, woke culture without actually sincerely meaning anything behind it. Um, 
And I don't mean woke in a bad way. I mean, like, just, I know what you mean. It's kind of like oh, we have a gay couple now. Like, yes, but you don't you're doing that for money. Like you're you're just saying it for money. And then like Moana, which was recently announced, isn't even 10 years old. And it's a great movie. And people want to go work for Disney. I don't think there's lack of ideas in the world. There's plenty of good ideas. Even like the new uh, Pinocchio by Guillermo uh, El Toro, Del Toro, that guy. It's, it's Pinocchio, but it's done in a different way and it's fucking great. But Disney is just, they're being lazy and there's no like shortage of people who would die to work for that company and have brilliant ideas. And then the Harry Potter thing, that's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the that's just the cash cow and i've been seeing like tiktoks and uh clips of people joking like it's going to be a lot like euphoria or succession where it's all sexy uh teenagers having <laughs> like like all of these drama filled things and not really the books and it, it's just i just call me old that's it's just it's so dumb I don't disagree at all. And I love Euphoria, but I don't look for a uh, I don't look for Harry Potter and think I want Euphoria. Like I'm not right. looking uh Cocainus Heroinus. <laughs> like you know what I mean? I'm not necessarily... so Wait, what are they doing to it? They make they're they're making Harry Potter sexy. Like no. Euphoria making it like more like Euphoria. Wait, what? That, that's not next I don't think like they they said they're going to, but that's the joke because it's teenagers oh, in okay. high school essentially. Okay. So you can Are they make see like where a, a series is that what they're doing? Yeah. So uh, every season will be a year in the book, or like gotcha. you know. And I'm <laughs> I'm I'm fucking up with my own opinion here, but like The Last of Us. An adaption of a video game that was so good, yeah. Was. And yeah. they did have good representation of uh, a homosexual couple, and it was fucking gut wrenching. It made me cry, and it just yeah. like yeah. that. I don't have a problem with it's. It's obvious that it's money grabs and headlines, and they're well, just the game. They're not interested. The the game did it though first, so like it was already built yes. into the game. Like I feel like, cause cause somebody like um you were saying like people are like oh I can't believe they added gay characters like people who hadn't played the game and you're like, like no the characters have always been like, gay yeah. in the game. Ellie is this uh, is not new. <laughs> Ellie Ellie was gay. Frank and Bill were gay. Granted, like the story between Frank and Bill in the game was a lot darker because well because they couldn't time to, like, exactly. So. And then mm -hmm. they threw those two guys on there, and it was just one of it. Was, and I loved it because it it kind of the one of the things I loved about The Last of Us was like they broke away from some of the like the gore, and then gave you yeah. like a story. So like you had the Frank and Bill, then you had Ellie and Riley. Like so, there was a break in between all like the granted both stories ended. Well, Bill and Frank was beautiful and sad all at once the way it ended but with ellie and riley that was just it was gut-wrenching and heartbreaking so it was yeah it. but again like i think there's i think there's a difference between adaptations and reboots 
That's like, true. Like Aladdin, Aladdin was. I watched it once. I watched a live action Aladdin once. I loved Will Smith in it, but that one of the things I hated was don't make a movie where your lead character is the worst character in the movie. Aladdin was awful. There was no like, there was no like real like flow and like not really arrogance but confidence. Like, and that was one of the things that made Aladdin great was like he just like you know what I mean. Even being a street rat, he was still confident in himself even when he had these moments of insecurity. And I love the woman who played Jasmine. She was fucking fantastic. Like she has a voice and a half. She killed the role as Jasmine. But I still think yeah. they could have done both. Because Jasmine wasn't weak in a cartoon, by no means. So you could have had a strong Aladdin. You could have had a, an even stronger Jasmine without sacrificing one or the other. But like you said, it's kind of lazy. I would even say, like, so far, Jasmine in the animated movie is more empowering because she straight up seduces uh, Jafar. She uses <laughs> yeah. womanly curves to distract him so Aladdin can, like, get ahead and get ahead in <laughs> uh, the sea. Yeah, but did. yeah, so I, I agree. She was amazing, but it definitely doesn't have to be so heavy-handed and so forced. I am going to go see The Little Mermaid because I think the girl that's playing Ariel, her voice is just fucking awesome. Yeah. And that's my favorite Disney movie. I really don't want to hate on it, but I haven't liked any that have come out. Um, yeah, they're, they're entertaining enough, but it's not like, oh, I want to rewatch this or this is now my favorite movie. It's never been that. I don't know if I've ever seen a live. I'm trying to think. I hated The Lion King. That was awful. That was stupid. That's not even live. <laughs> yeah. uh, we went to go see it at a drive-in. We saw that and Angry Birds. And I... And you were like, Angry Birds was way better. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did enjoy Gosh. Chippendale. I did enjoy Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. I that was more like Roger Rabbit, though. That's that's also Did we true. see that? I watched it. I went to. I was going to say I haven't seen it. I don't think. Uh, Cruella was good, but it really kind of. I don't really know what to call that because I wouldn't call it a reboot or a remake. Same thing with Maleficent, but like for the most part, mm. I don't know if I've ever really seen a live mm. action reboot. That Maleficent I, wasn't. Was that a remake or was that supposed to be like? It's 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 a villain origin story, and I actually forgot about that. I was thinking like Jungle Book, Cinderella, like the yeah. pretty much frame for frame oh yeah I, I did like Maleficent I I laughed out loud in Cruella where spoiler alert she's evil because her mother was killed by dogs yeah that was so bad <laughs> it was so silly um but Emma like the costumes and stuff there are redeeming things but it's not needed and imagine if they like took that kind of energy that they put in the costumes and then just spent a little more time with the story and just came up with something new like yeah that's how i felt about mulan like i was like that movie could have been so much better and it was like mm -hmm. how do you do mulan without mushu right they still had magical elements I, it, yeah, yeah. yeah so. it, it's bumming me out um but i i will say like i've been telling my husband that since COVID, don't expect any actual good movies until like this year, next year, because everyone was on lockdown. So mm -hmm. creatively, you can't come together to make something Great. awesome. 
you know? I think that the movie, as much as I enjoy the movie theater experience, mm-hmm. I think we have another two years before people don't even really bother going anymore, except for like the big blockbusters. For like, I didn't even go to see Ant Man and the Wasp, and I'm a big Marvel, I'm a big Marvel guy, but I'm like, I can wait. I'm, Same I'm here. Also, what was the other one? Uh, Shazam. I didn't care enough to go. I was like, I can wait. No big deal. Yeah. I think the only one that we are really like diehard set to go is uh, the new Spider-Man 2 because we didn't see that in theaters. And once we finally saw it at home, I was so upset because it's like, this is, this is a movie you watch in theaters. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also Guardians of the Galaxy. Not sure about my feelings on Chris Pratt anymore, but the movies are so freaking entertaining and consistent. That one I might. I'm but. so confused by Chris Pratt because I see some reports and then they're debunked. And then I see mm-hmm. some debunked reports on the debunk. And I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to go because I don't know what the fuck is going on. Will I support him in general? Probably not. But I still yeah. want to go. I still want to go see Super Mario Brothers and I want to go see that in theaters. But I also some um, my buddy, Javi, my co-host, my brother, he brought up a really good point. Like when you're, we look at um. Super Mario Brothers. Now, it's one thing if, like, we'll say, like, R. Kelly or Bill Cosby were starring in that. Then I'm just avoiding that by all costs. I think if you rape somebody, you are the lowest scum of the earth, and you can fuck off on a cactus forever. Um, But you get, but, like, Chris Pratt hasn't done anything deplorable. Like, you know what I mean? Something he can't come back from. But you have Anya Joy Taylor or Anna Joy Taylor, who's um, who deserves the support? Uh, Jack Black, who he cracks me up. How he hates Marvel movies, but he'll do Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, and like the other stars in there who like you know should be supported. Or if you go Guardians of the Galaxy, you have Zoe Saldana, who mm-hmm. like you know what I mean, just fantastic. So it's a it's it's a weird thing. Like I'm not gonna knock anybody for. Well, I think. More, but I think the big difference is is like with. R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, they were convicted legally. Yes, I know yes. Bill Cosby got out on a technicality, blah, blah, blah. But it, we all know, we we know with Chris Pratt, I've never met the man. I'm assuming I will never met, meet the guy, but I'm making assumptions on things that it really doesn't look good, but I've never shook his hand. I've never seen his face and he's never been legally convicted of something. So <laughs> it's just like, okay, until until it's something truly deplorable like that, I'm going to give you the benefit benefit of the doubt as a decent human, just either bad timing or you didn't really take into context because we've all flubbed with things we've said. Oh, um, yeah. oh and that no. guy has billions of people on him every day. I say people I tell people all the time there's a lot of language that I used to use that I don't use anymore. Um mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure if you looked at my Twitter back in 2000, eh, Maybe not, but I'm pretty sure if you looked at my Twitter, I probably got drunk and said some things I shouldn't have said, and, you know, I'm not that person anymore. Yeah, we all grow. Um, Who was it? Was it Chris Rock? He was going to host the Oscars, or there was one guy. Maybe it wasn't Chris Rock. Oh, uh, Kevin Hart. There we go. Yeah, he had to back out because he said some pretty shady things back in the day, and he... I, I actually, like, 
respect him for saying, I didn't take it down because I did learn from that and I'm owning it. That's why I didn't take it down. Like, that's how you, that's how you should do it. We all fuck up, but he's learning, you know? Um, Like no one's the same person they were, um, whether it be good or bad, five years ago, 10 years ago, shit, yesterday. Like, like like for the, for better or for worse, we change as like, as like people. Like I've had conversations with Maria and we like, just like the idea of the, the person I was before we met, like I would be a completely different person if I hadn't met her. Um, mm-hmm. The comic book shop that I used to go to, if I didn't, wasn't around the people there, I wouldn't have, like, I would have a different view of the LGBTQ plus community because I just didn't know anybody. And that's the other thing, like our experiences. Who are you around? Who were like, who have you met? It's one of the gifts of the internet is like you can meet people and learn new things about, well, just culture. Yeah. And I think it's awesome. Like, I think one of the best things about the internet and like globalization and meeting other people and like, of course, there's hesitation with meeting someone different than you, but food, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like learning about pho and like curries and like, especially down here in Southern California with Mexican food. Like, what better way to get to know a person than to share a meal and be like, isn't this fucking delicious? Like, that's my favorite thing. What I forget, I forget who said this, but there was like, we should all be able to bond over rice because it's not a culture that doesn't enjoy rice. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> so I found a I found a list of movies that are have, have been or are getting remakes. Ooh. Uh, so House Party got a remake. I haven't watched it yet. I don't think I'm going to. Uh, Teen Wolf. Mm-mm. Clue is getting one, and I'm not sure how I feel about it because I think Ryan Reynolds is involved in it, and I love me some Ryan Reynolds. So I don't. So if it's Ryan Reynolds, it's okay. But if it's oh I'm... not, then burn it to the ground. I am happy in my if hypocrisy. He... Yes. <laughs> if he's playing like the butler, like it depends on the role. I know. Who would you want him to be playing in that? Um, that like Clue is like his all time favorite. It like, really movie. is one of my all time oh. movies. <laughs> I've watched that movie more. I've watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the nineteen eighty nine Batman, and Clue and Beetlejuice more times than I would like to admit. Everyone yeah, he, else. <laughs> he would. I don't know if he could play if he should play the Butler, or what the hell is the guy's name? Clue cast. Um, or if he should play, not Mr. Green. Yeah, Mr. Green, the one who ended up um, being a cop at the end of it all. Oh, ooh. Just to not see him be like, because he, the one thing I love about Ryan Reynolds is he doesn't have to be the center of attention to mm-hmm. be like, to be captivating. So I would love to see him not be uh, Wadsworth. I'm looking at the cast now. Okay. Yeah, I, I would have high hopes but be crushed if if it did not do well. Like, yeah. you need gloves. You need gloves when working with that property. So I'm going to say this, and I've been dying to have this happen. I, I need a Chris Evans, Ryan Reynolds movie. So maybe we can get Ryan Reynolds to play uh, Wadsworth. I mean, Chris Evans to play Wadsworth. He did good. Uh, Chris Evans did good in, not Glass Onion, Knives Out. That was oh, him, right? Was. Yeah, Fantastic. he can do it. Absolutely. Uh, Spirited Away, uh, White Men Can't Jump, Haunted Mansion. Uh, oh, that's another one. I'm sorry, pause. Haunted Mansion, 
no, <laughs> stop it. Like, uh, Del Toro was supposed to do the Haunted Mansion remake. And like, obviously he's darker. And I'm assuming Disney didn't like the dark stuff because it was in works for like 10 years. And he signed off the project. And now they have Jared Leto in yeah. the hat box goes. And just like, no, stop it. <laughs> We're just like, the Eddie Murphy one wasn't great, but it was campy enough where I'll watch it during Halloween if I want to get in the mood, but it's not a good movie. I, I can't wait to see the anger from both of you when they eventually remake Hocus Pocus. I don't what? think they would dare to do that. Oh, they, uh, I will bet money within 10 years we get a Hocus Pocus remake. No, they're that's why they're doing the prequels and all that stuff because they're like trying to do it all because I feel like they know if they touch that movie, they'll die. I, I you heard it here on air. I will bet $10 to the both of you that they make a focus, focus remake. It's a, uh, Mystery Science Theater, cheaper by the dozen. Fairly Odd Parents, which was just bad. Um, in this one, I can't wait to see my wife's face on this. The Color Purple. They're going to remake The Color Purple. And it's going to be a musical, apparently. I mean, it's it's the color purple is like they do like play renditions of it and stuff. Mm. I don't I mean, I honestly I would have to see what they were doing with it. I agree. I with think if it was done point. appropriately, it's actually a really good story. Mm -hmm. And it's but like it depends on what they like, what the who the cast is gonna be and who like whatever. I don't I think that they could actually make that like not horrible. Oh. So I'm looking at the cast. Uh Haley Bailey. Who's hey, Haley Bale. Haley Bailey is um playing Nettie. Taraji P. Henson, uh, Elizabeth Marvel, I don't know who that is, Louis Gossett Jr. Uh oh, this is actually a it's really a this cast. is a really good cast. All right. Uh, I Daniel take Brooks. I take it back. This is gonna be good. This 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 they did they did okay. Yeah, fine. Okay. It it yeah. depends. Like it it depends on almost like is there like sincere heart being put into it? Yes. Is the yeah. cast good? Like there's so many factors where I think lately it's just they totally disregard something and it just it it sucks. They just phone it in thinking, oh, it's gonna make money, so don't need to really think about X, Y, and Z. Can a Mandalorian survive without Din and Grogu? No. No. I can't okay, so everybody's gonna hate me. I'm not including my husband. I can't I fall asleep every time we watch it. I can't get into it. I'm trying. Like Star Wars as a franchise for me is different than it is for other people. And I understand that. I like never know what the fuck is going on. I always feel like I'm lost. I'm like, wait, this is a new planet. It looks the same as the other one. I'm okay. like, I'm so confused no, by the characters. Yes. <laughs> some of it like i'll be like wait didn't they already do this and you'll be like no maria that was like blah 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 blah. and i'm like oh i thought it was the same thing like i just i'm trying and then i get really bored really fast and there's just too many storylines and plot lines and like freaking side characters and i'm like i can't maria this is the way oh uh, yeah well <laughs> apparently not for me i like i just maybe it's my add maybe it's my like i just can't focus on it and that's why I always fall asleep like or every, I get every bored time. Or so she stays awake she likes it no like yeah I mean I because I, I, I need to actually watch it and I just don't think I can focus on it because it's too busy yeah like the this season has been a hit or a miss uh was it two or three episodes ago where they had like that 
kick-ass battle in space for the first 10 minutes. And then it was that stupid scientist guy for the rest of the the episode. And it was so boring. It was so disappointing because it started out so strong. And then it's like, it sucked. It wasn't, it wasn't entertaining. And it came out of like left field, it felt like. Yeah, and like it like Grogu and um Din were in it for like I think like three minutes or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know what and, I think that I think that was like episode three, I wanna say. I think so. But that sums up how I feel. Like without them, because Mandalorian I don't think would be very good if it wasn't for Baby Yoda. I think that should be his name canonically. Um, not Grogu, but <laughs> <laughs> but like compared to the Jabba Fett series, that sucked. That wasn't that wasn't great. I fell asleep on yeah, all I, of those. I didn't even bother. I, yeah, it's funny because I'm kind of tuned out. I'm gonna watch Andor. I'm gonna start watching Andor this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. A buddy of mine said it's worth watching, but I've gotten heavy into the comic books, and oh my god, like the comic books are just so much better. Like finding out like how ruthless and cunning Darth Vader is and how he's not just like I just wish they could really show the potential of like characters and like really show like is this writer Jason Aaron just made him this dark and just evil evil person I want to say it might have been Karen Gillan who did who wrote him as well but there's a scene where he there's a a specific issue where he has to get his lightsaber Mm -hmm. I guess Siths you have to take like you have to take a lightsaber you have to kill a jedi to get it and yeah. so he's fighting this guy who is leagues above him when it comes to just the skill of a jedi but darth vader basically makes this guy choose between saving the lives of dozens of like not, excuse me, not dozens hundreds of people or fighting vader and the guy's like please don't do this these people have died essentially darth vader was like i don't care <laughs> I was, like, I was like, Jesus, man. And it, Sucks to suck. <laughs> and like, he, like he drowns, this whole fucking town drowns, and he gets his lightsaber. I'm like, dude. And I just couldn't believe that, like, and this is, and it's a Darth Vader comic book, so you're supposed to, like, I guess, kind of root for him, I guess, but you kind of find it hard to root for him because he's, you know, he's a mass-murdering asshole. But it's, well, it, it gives depth to the character. I do like the comics. I haven't read like all of them, but I think they're so important because the movies, as long as they are and as many as we have, you still don't like fully get like the impact of what happened. I liked Obi-Wan. I know that was more fan service, but I think it was a really good kind of look at how it fucked with Obi-Wan like immediately after the prequels. And just having their little reunion where Obi-Wan's speech to Luke in the first movie where a powerful Jedi killed your father, we can go back to Obi-Wan in the final series or the final episode where they have that conversation, you didn't fail, Darth Vader killed Anakin. Like I, I have goosebumps thinking about it because I thought that scene was so good and Ian McGregor is hot. And I just really enjoyed it. All right. Uh, we are nearing the end of it, but I have a really random. <laughs> Sorry. There, there's going to be a, there's going to be a red dot movie who plays you 
<laughs> who plays Hubs, and who voices Gary. Oh. Gary's been an ongoing thing. Because at first I wanted Jeremy Irons. Because I thought it'd be funny. The guy that plays Scar in the... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love Jeremy. Wait, Gary is a butt plug. Is that what he's an saying? anamorphic butt plug? Okay. Yeah, uh, this guy. Yeah, David Spade would probably be a better Gary. Just the <laughs> sarcastic, sardonic kind of personality. I think that would work. That would work best. I'm picturing him like kind of coming out the drawer, and I'm like, "Yep, that's that's definitely David." <laughs> uh, for me. I don't know. Um, people like people have said they've seen like when I when I was fifteen pounds lighter, I got the comparison of Scarlett Johansson, and then seeing her in the movie Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, she was great, and yeah, she can be the hot, like really hot version of me, and also thin. And then for hubs. Someone on Reddit yesterday said uh, he looked like the love child of Ethan Hawke and Gary Oldman. So that would work. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Um, I'm just going to make a request. Can I play? Um, can I play death? <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course. Wait, you don't want Satan? Nah, I want to play. Oh. <laughs> actually, no. Actually, I think I would much rather play Satan. I think I would. <laughs> He's fun. I like I like using him a lot. Just um, my family's very religious, Maria. So uh, I started using Satan kind of as a troll, and then it, he uh, became a sincere character after a while. Fair enough. So there's a there's a comic strip where Dot sells her soul to the devil, and and basically it's so Dot's ex could never have a cold side of the pillow. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah i freaking love it so but lastly what's next for red dot what's next for the comic book what's next for what well, not comic comic book what's next for the comic strip what's next for you what do you got going on any cons coming up um i'm working on cons it's it's been hard to get through the door because i have been able to go to the one in san diego but i partnered with um explosum side night and happiness guys oh nice yeah they're great by the way just super awesome dudes but um because of the shutdowns and all the cons got canceled like they're beholden to the people that originally paid money and it's been two years but they're still like making sure those people get priority and then if i can eke my way through um try to do that so definitely cons if i'm able to when it comes to the comic itself i'm looking at self-publishing a book um like cut out the middleman but also admit like because of the type of content i have i'm not very uh publisher friendly so it it's so weird because considering all the books and comic strips and that are that you can buy that are popular and you know what i mean like i wouldn't see why not it's it's like dot's fun <laughs> like you know what i mean and it's <laughs> and it's also kind of deep too like you know what i mean so i don't well, thank you. I, I haven't like tried to pursue a publisher as much, maybe out of fear of rejection, but also like the ones that I have talked to, like just being so bold to have a butt plug as a main character. They're like, 
it's too cute, but it's too sexual. So you would have to tone it down or not do comics with them. And I'm like, well, there goes half my catalog. <laughs> um, but self-publishing a book and then, I don't know. I'm, I'm in a good spot where I make comics almost every day and just going off of the latest idea. So if it grabs my attention, I'm, I roll with it makes sense and a lot of people i've noticed have been self-publishing there's a um a comic strip uh that i follow and i also do a um a patreon for um somewhere in between and he did a crowdfunding uh for his book and i'm super happy that it, the book should be coming out soon and you have a really good following so i think you could probably do the same thing and like i would definitely support it because it's it's i support good people and i support good and talented people so uh if if and when you do decide to self-publish let me know how i can help and i will definitely do that yeah for sure well thank you uh and one last time where can they find you um anywhere there's social media oh we didn't really touch on it with the whole twitter elon musk thing oh so we, can I, talk about that. we can do that yeah yeah i just want to go on record like i have the blue check mark on twitter and now instagram and I don't agree with anything that comes out of Elon Musk's face or Mark Zuckerberg's for that matter. But I think people need to recognize like as a business where my job is social media, like 99% of everything is social media. Um, having to pay for that extra security of like uh, two-factor authentication, you know the word. Uh, <laughs> um but protecting my account, getting customer service support, it's a necessary evil right now that I wish we didn't, but like so many people live or die by their online stores. Like to lose that, you lose your business. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's me going on record. <laughs> and, and they know that, like, so like it put people like her, like in a position where you have no choice. Yeah. Paying that extra amount, then you're just, you're screwed yeah yeah it's not like someone like we'll say like a sarah silverman who's already established and has millions of followers and so her losing a check mark isn't going to be that big of a deal as you know yeah as someone with an etsy shop or does a web comic it's yeah it's a shame but like i will say like people doing um very like at least Instagram, they had to verify my identity and then they had to verify that I'm authorized to post on my uh, comic account since it's a business. So I do appreciate that. Uh, where Twitter, where anyone can just pay X amount of dollars and change their name to whatever. That, that sucks, but hands are tied. <laughs> I never thought about the that side of it like having to authenticize authentic often that word yeah <laughs> stone cold sober everybody authenticate authenticate there we go you are and i'm like well you 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 no, i screwed up too i know That's i'm about to use latin words every day at work so <laughs> I mean, i'm definitely not i'm the uh like queen of miss spelling and mispronunciation oh. and I have a degree so and then she'll come over and start using words shit. like hypothalamus and I'm like I don't well, yeah 
Uh, but everyone, follow the Red Dot Twitter, Instagram. Uh, if you can, follow the Patreon. I support the Patreon. It's fun, and there is some sexual stuff to it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the, <laughs> Franken, the Frankenstein one was great. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I want to thank my lovely wife for joining the show. Sure thing. With her normal enthusiasm. I don't know if anybody heard what you just said. <laughs> uh, thank you for the red dot. Um, thank you, Kim, for doing this. And as always, be excellent to each other. Peace. Yeah, thank you. Damn it, Wade!